Um, I forgot my last video to plug all my sociable media. Um, well, anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was just too excited about that that video. Um, so this is Americana, the American way. I'm Big John. Um, I'm on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Well, no, not so much Facebook anymore. Um, Telegram, that's the other one. And uh, all kinds of shit. So, anyways. On Twitter, it's the real underscore Big John. Everywhere else, it's Americana, the American way. Uh, Rumble, YouTube, and Telegram. So, we've got... <laughs> Politico.com, which used to be a nonpartisan website. Um, I don't know, when did it start? 20 ish years ago? Um, they have an article up. And it really doesn't matter if it's partisan or not, but um, it's an interesting article. Um, because it talks about. The Democrats almost last chance shot at keeping Trump from running in 2024. Um, there's a section of the 14th Amendment. Um, that... Keeps um, that they they may think possibly could keep Trump from running in 2024 because the votes won't be there to convict him in the impeachment and furthermore there's nothing really that says an impeached president cannot run again. Um, I remember my uh, early sort of mentor. Uh, somebody I, I looked up to early when I became a Republican, Rush Limbaugh, saying in the 90s that Richard Nixon was going to make a comeback uh, because Nixon was popping up left and right. Now, of course, Nixon resigned before he could be impeached, so that's a different story. Um, Clinton served out his two terms, was impeached and not convicted. So he couldn't run again because there he already did two terms. But there's this section three of, or yes, yeah, section three of Article 14. Uh, and they think this person I'll get the name at the end the person that wrote this thinks that maybe this is a long shot chance that the Democrats could use this to uh, keep Trump out of the White House in 2024 I don't think he will run and I don't think it's a good idea for him to run um I think, you know, we need to embrace Trumpism 
but I think it's also time to move on. Uh, but he showed that your John, the late John McCain, and your Mitt Romney's don't win national elections. You got to have people that can talk the language of the working class, the regular American. Okay, but the last time art or section three of article 14 was invoked uh, was in 1919 that year the house of representatives refused to seat socialist the first socialist elected to congress i wonder if he was from seattle it'll probably tell us here uh first socialist elected to congress Vic. Thor Berger, Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R, on Section 3 grounds. Berger actively opposed U.S. participation in World War I and was prosecuted and convicted under the Espionage Act. Well, Trump certainly has not been prosecuted or convicted under the Espionage Act. The House of Representatives referred his case to a special committee for investigation the concluded that he was ineligible for membership and refused to seat him if trump were to run successfully for congress a democratic majority in either chamber could presumably follow suit and vote to preclude him from taking office but that option but that option doesn't address a possible 2024 presidential bid which is perhaps foremost among concerns for democrats and many republicans too i don't think it's the many of us republicans in fact uh, my local county party uh, executive and central committee just passed a resolution to follow the ideals of Trumpism. Smaller government, less wars, and more jobs. Alternatively, the current Democrat-controlled Congress could simply declare Trump in violation of Section 3 in due course, but whether that direct that declaration would be enforceable in a future election is hard to tell. There are few reported judicial opinions that even mention Section 3 of Article of the 14th Amendment. Pardon me, the 14th Amendment. I kept calling it Article 14. And none from the U.S. Supreme Court. The primary case appeared, this is hilarious, appears to be an 1871 opinion, the United States versus Powell, in which Amos S.C. Powell was indicted for accepting public office after the Civil War. Before the war, he held the office of constable, which was was such an office as 
rendered in those days who held it, engaged in the rebellion against the Union. As a result, the court explained Powell was deemed ineligible from any office now and by the provisions of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. So this guy was a constable. He fought in the Civil War on the losing side, the Confederacy. And then I guess he tried to go back to being constable and a court said no because you uh, engaged in the rebellion you cannot be a constable under section 3 of the 14th amendment so that's how far back and how far down the political totem pole you have to go to see where this section of the 14th amendment would have, has been applied. Uh, it goes on to say, to bring this aspect of the 14th Amendment up to date and make it useful in a, modical, in a modern political context, Congress likely needs to pass a new law. Somewhat surprisingly, the Constitution's terms are not self-executing. That is, for an individual to seek judicial enforcement of the Constitution, the Congress generally must pass, must have passed a statute giving legitimate cause of action. So really, for the, the Constitution to be enforced by the Supreme Court, Congress has to do something stupid or some legislature or something of that nature has to come up and say, hey, you know, somebody passed a law, an individual or a group of individuals has to say, no, we don't feel that law is constitutional. It has to make its way into the state court system and then into the federal court system and up to the Supreme Court. Now, there are some cases where something is so big and so broad, like uh, Texas versus Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, and Michigan and whoever else that they go straight to the Supreme Court because they're states versus states but this is what the Democrats are coming to in their fear of Trump running again and I don't think this would apply to him now he's got some other things hanging out there like some tax problems in New York um which I don't understand all the ins and outs of. Allegedly, the U.S. What is it? The U.S. Pardon me, District Court of Southern New York, or somewhere thereabouts, was going to bring charges on him the first day he left office um, for uh, misfiling taxes. Now, Donald Trump is not a guy that, like you or I, that sits down and does his own taxes. Uh, I could see if he were convicted, though, of some kind of tax issue, you know, you wouldn't run, I wouldn't want him running for president. Um, but that has not happened yet. There's just rumors. And 
he actually overpays in taxes. That's why like at one point he owed $750 because he pays extra so that he's ahead on future tax uh, future taxes. So anyways, uh, I'm trying to see who wrote this article. It's on politico.com. I'll link it in the descriptions. Is, um, at least on YouTube and Rumble. Uh, the article is by Kimberly Well, W-E-H-L-E. Uh, it was written a couple days ago. Um, seems like she starts this out. I'll just read a few more excerpts from it. It, it seems unlikely, despite abundant evidence, Trump provoked the deadly mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th. The Senate will vote to acquit him, will acquit, will vote to acquit the former president of the charge of incitement of insurrection. Well, that's because it wasn't an insurrection, it was a riot. And with acquittal goes opportunity to punish him by barring him from holding future office. So, then she talks about Senator Tim Kaine, who's a jerk. Um, like I said, Trump is not going to get convicted in the Senate. Um, his He was still speaking depending on what timelines you go by, when the ruckus began outside the Capitol and then it made its way in later. Um, from the ellipse outside the White House to the Capitol is like 1.6 miles. So at a, a brisk walk, it's like a 20-minute walk people say now that's one thing they say that his speech on January 6th incited this and then others I'm talking about Pelosi, Nadler uh, and Schumer and even Mitch McConnell Goober himself um, they all say wow well, you know he said a lot of things leading up to this that caused, you know, people to get heated. I'm a grown adult. If I would have been there, and the reason I didn't go is because I was afraid I'd get caught up in some drama, I would have been responsible for my actions. The people that stormed the Capitol that rioted, that stole things, were responsible for themselves. You cannot, honestly tell me, that the things Donald Trump was saying, leading up to January 6th, and Nadler and Schumer, uh, have gone further back in there, and Pelosi, have gone back, a few days on the calendar and mentioned Trump's tweets, you know, 
everybody be in Washington January 6th. It's going to be huge. It's going to be wild. Yes, that's maybe not how a president should tweet. But, in fact, I won't even go that far. It's not inciting. If he said, be in January, be in Washington January 6th, and let's make it wild, that's inciting. That's telling people to act wild. If he says it's going to be wild, that can mean a lot of different things. And there have been Antifa arrested at this, uh, at the Capitol, for rioting at the Capitol. There have been Black Lives Matter members. There have been, uh, I don't know what that guy with the horns and he's supposed to be some kind of shaman or showman or shit for brains. I don't know. Uh, well, the, the last one I do know. Uh, but anyways, you know, they've all, they all made their beds and have to lie in them. You can't blame anything Trump said or did. He said, you know, I know you're all going to peacefully march or walk to the Capitol and let your voices be heard, you know, get behind the Republicans. But he never said do damage, you know. Anyways, it was not an insurrection. It was not invoked or provoked by Trump. Uh, people got caught up in mob mentality. Some people thought they were supposed to go into the Capitol because they saw Capitol police officers opening the barricades. Some saw other people going in. Some were just gawkers, just looking to, you know, onlookers, rubberneckers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and some were there to do damage on all sides of the political spectrum. Everybody from libertarian to Republican to uh, vegetarian, Antifa, BLM, the whole lot of them. There were some members of all factions there to cause trouble that day. And then there were people that were just there to be part of a movement, to wave their flag, and listen to Donald Trump speak. And of the estimated 250,000 people that were there, I would venture to say 200,049 of them were just there to hear Trump speak. And there was about a thousand people that were there to be jerks. So, hey, just my opinion. I thought this was strange that the 14th Amendment, Section 3, that's been invoked once against a socialist uh, who... Um, was elected to Congress, and the other time a, a constable uh, who has, who, sorry, I don't like the Confederacy, but the fact that they had to go that far back and as far down on the political spectrum as constable to find something relevant to the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, 
is funny. There's like the president's like up there and constable is like down at the bottom somewhere. You know, a constable is like below a sheriff prop or maybe in 1871 terms, a constable was equal to a sheriff. I don't know. Uh, but that's just, you know, the Democrats and this report, this uh, op-ed writer are really stretching if they're going to try to use uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to uh, keep Trump out of the White House in 2024. Um, so... With that, God bless you guys. Have a good night, day, morning, afternoon, Easter breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, I don't know, whatever time you're watching this. Remember to pray for each other. Pray for our country and our leaders. Uh, tomorrow starts tr President Trump's second impeachment trial. So pray for our senators. Pray for the uh, prosecutors of Trump. Pray for the uh, defense attorneys, pray for President Trump and his family. Um, just pray. We all, we all need to come together in love, man. We got to love one another. This is, you know what I'm saying? We got to love each other. God bless you again. Good night. Uh, here's some slash to take you home.